the world with LinkedIn. One show at a time. Join your fearless leaders as they reveal insider secrets, chat with other LinkedIn gurus, and answer your LinkedIn questions. For those about to get LinkedIn, we salute you. This is your chance to get inspired and use LinkedIn to help you rock the world too. Now, it's time to crank it up to 11. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the LinkedIn Rockstars! We're rocking the world with LinkedIn, and especially today, we have a very special program. Courtney Klepsch is here, and we're going to talk about bootstrapping your business, about getting the resources you need at the early stage when you don't have a big bank account and a whole bunch of things going for you. Welcome to the show, Courtney. Thank you. You know, I, I'm really excited about this because upstart businesses are so fun to work with. they got fresh ideas, and there's so many things out there that have been rehashed and rehashed. Any tip sheet you see was was taken from another tip sheet was taken from another. There, There's a, 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 a lack of new ideas in some places, but not in your world, is there? You're, you're in the idea world, aren't you? We are, and you know, it's it's a lot of fun. You know, I I got I got to say what you're on the West Coast in the in the San Francisco, LA, uh, San Diego specifically area where fresh ideas kind of come up a whole lot. Um, what's what's it like being in an environment that's just always so fresh and so many cool minds around you? I mean, what's what's that lifestyle like? Yeah, you know, it's it's I love being in this um, in this position and working with all these companies. I'm constantly challenged in a good way. And there's nothing better than surrounding yourself with people smarter than you. And so, you know, in in my position, I am definitely um, surrounding myself with idea people and visionaries and, you know, folks who think so far outside of the box um, that it amazes me every day, and I just feel really blessed to be working, you know, with all of the companies that I get to work with on a daily basis. People wear a lot of hats, don't they? Oh yeah, that's yeah. Actually, I had I had one um, CEO say to me the other day, you know, I'm the janitor, I'm the accountant, and I'm the CEO. You know, CEOs in startups wear a lot of hats, and I mean. It's true that you know there's there's nothing that a CEO in these companies probably haven't done um, with their business you know up until they kind of connect with um, Bootstrap Incubation. Well, LinkedIn particularly plays really well in this environment, doesn't it? This is a a, a terrific tool for the for the startup, for the entrepreneurial business, for the bootstrapping, isn't it? Oh, it's it's a perfect place for you know startups to be online whether they're going to whether they're b2b or b2c businesses i mean you can't first of all get better than free um so that's the one thing that i do love about linkedin um i mean obviously if you want to you know get 
some sponsored updates or targeted ads that's available, but even that is, you know, can be pretty inexpensive. And then also just to be networking on a constant basis with people in your network, outside of your network, you know, and you can really get targeted and just, you know, find the people or the companies that really need your service. And so LinkedIn has been really, has truly been a valuable um, tool for the companies that I'm working with not only from, you know, a professional standpoint, but also for me from a personal standpoint, reaching out to contacts that I either, you know, um, have worked with in years past or hope to work with in the future. Well, why don't we pick one of your favorite upstarts and talk about kind of how they might use LinkedIn and maybe our audience can kind of interpolate how from that, how they, they might learn something from that. Pick, pick one of your favorites. You know, you get to plug sure. them. Let's do that. This is your opportunity to pay Absolutely. Back. Absolutely. So one of my, I can't say favorite because that's like picking your favorite child. You know, I mean, nobody ever says that out loud. But I will say <laughs> that uh, one company that I really enjoyed working with, and it's actually one of the first that I started working with, is called Perceivant. And they are an Indianapolis-based real-time data analytics platform and data science services company. So, you know, the first time I met with this company, I was blown away by big data and predictive analytics. And since working with this company for the past year, um, I've really had the opportunity to really get to know the CEO, the growing team, the product, and more. And, you know, LinkedIn has provided Perceivant the platform to also share their story, not only with, you know, folks that they're hopefully hoping to connect with um, from a professional standpoint, but also to let people, to give people kind of an insight into the, the company's culture the team involved, you know, I mean, Perceivant is a young, growing company, and it's backed by really smart, experienced leadership, but they are more than that. They're people in the end, and so, you know, LinkedIn has allowed us to share both professionally and the personally, um, you know, what Perceivant stands for. So one of the favorite, my favorite, um, you know, posts, I guess, that we've done on LinkedIn is we had some haikus written about big data, which I think is just kind of quirky in itself. And the CEO of Perceivant hiked Mount Kilimanjaro, and he did a handstand on top of Mount Kilimanjaro. So we created one of those, you know, those success posters that you see. Um, They were probably big 15 years ago, you know, big picture, this like inspirational picture with a fun, you know, quote underneath it. And so, you know, we created one of those posters using um, that image of the CEO doing a handstand on Kilimanjaro with a, a, you know, a great haiku about how big data can help your company be successful. So, and we got a lot of feedback from that. And just in that instance, you know, we were able to share the personality behind Perceivant. And um, that's just one way that LinkedIn has helped, you know, grow a business from the personal standpoint, but then also professionally. I mean, we're able to connect with folks and learn about people and about our prospects on LinkedIn that, you know, really before it existed was a 
a much diff, much more difficult task. I get it. You know, the personality of the company takes on the personality of the founder in these early stages, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Helps that's to have something next to work with there. Gosh, if, he'll, if that CEO will go to Mount Kilimanjaro and do a handstand, we're going to do something with that, aren't we? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> love, I love that idea. You mentioned Indianapolis. That's a town that I, I, I really enjoy as well. That there's a there's a little community of, of things happening there that's kind of special. Um, yeah, you know, Indianapolis. You have a great downtown, you know, kind of like Denver's got a great downtown for that attracts that sort of that th- th- those kind of cool people, so to say. Absolutely, you know, Indianapolis is a growing uh, tech startup hub. You've got Purdue, IU, IUPUI right there, um, and a lot of you know uh, really smart, brilliant folks coming out of those schools, and obviously from all over too. But you know, Indianapolis also offers. Um, a lot of, well, it's affordable living. Um, and so, you know, I know that there's a big pull right now to, you know, bring companies in and to to help, you know, startups get off their feet. And uh, so Perceivant was actually honored by the uh, governor of Indiana last year for doing just that, you know, starting a company and bringing jobs to Indianapolis. And so Indianapolis, you know, keep your eye on on that city because there are a lot of innovative um, companies coming from that area. Yeah, we did a, I, I appeared at a conference there called Revenue North. I spoke on LinkedIn at the conference and um, the, the night before the, the show, we did a little networking event at a place called the Slippery Noodle. Oh, yeah. Have you heard of the Slippery Noodle? Been there or something? It's, it's like wow. I have actually. Yeah, I'm from Indiana originally, so I'm familiar with Indianapolis as well. It was it was it was uh, amateur night or, or uh, open mic night. So we're having our, our networking event, and all of a sudden, in the middle of our event, of course, we're kind of rock and roll oriented here. All these people carrying guitars and drums and and horns and everything are just walking right through our event because the parking lot was there and the music place was over there, and our little party was sort of right in the middle. And we're going like, gosh, this couldn't be any better. You know, this really fits the brain, <laughs> so to say. And we stayed that night. I, gosh, I think, I won't say we shut it down, but we were there well past midnight. Um, uh-huh. And a lot of people who listen to our show kind of are, are those sort of folks. That, you know, gosh, you know, I love a little bit of music. And God, if it's if it's good, I'll stay a little longer. You know, yeah, I'll have to another, another round. Sort of thing. The Slippery Noodle really came to mind. We did make it to the Rathskeller, but it was, a, it was wintertime and, and there wasn't much happening there. Uh, looks like right. pretty cool as well. Um, so, so we talked about um, about a little bit about bootstrapping. Is there one thing in particular that a founding person who is just one person, what would be their first piece of advice you'd give them as they're thinking about? I got to add somebody. I've got to get something. I, it's just me and my idea, and maybe it's written down. What, what's any idea for that kind of quickies, quickie first step? You know, um, one one of my companies, when he was developing his product, he had an idea, and before he invested, you know, his blood, heart, and soul into it, he went out to some some key personal contacts, but he that he knew would benefit from this product, and. He met with, I, I don't remember the exact number, but he basically said, 
you know, if half of these folks say that they would be interested in this product, then I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go for it. So he presented his idea, and at this point it was just an idea, to these companies. And, you know, it ended up being like 90% of the companies said, yeah, we'll take it. It could have even been 100%. I'm, I'm being conservative here. Um, you know, and so he had that kind of that confidence from the get-go that his idea was a good idea. And once he did that, he was able to you know, really focus and hone in on the product and exactly what needed to take place in order for it to get kicked off the ground. And so I think that's really important for startups because, you know, we all have great ideas. And, you know, when you're, when you're starting a company, you are usually sacrificing something else in the end. It could be, you know, it could be time with your family. It could be um, you might be, you know, leaving a job to start a company. Um, and so I think it's obviously very important to kind of, you know, have your little test market beforehand to, you know, see, is this really something that is going to stick? So that's one thing. And then the other thing, you know, I mean, if I can add one more other thing is to just to have that support. I think it's so important, um, you know, to have the support of your of your friends, family, your extended community, whatever it is, you know, behind you. So you can, you can really focus in and hone in on your product and your, and your vision. That's beautiful. I want to pick up on this a little bit. You spawned some ideas in my head for follow-ups, <laughs> but we're at break time. we got to hear a little rock and roll, a little bit from our, from our sponsors, the folks that make the show possible. Going to come back in a few minutes, going to pick up on that. Because I got a few a uh, few more questions, if you don't mind, Courtney. Sure, sounds good. All right, Brasco, bring in a little bit of little bit electric guitar for me here, and I'll sit back and enjoy it. We'll join you in just a moment. More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, 
So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contests and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Rock the World with LinkedIn continues only on webmasterradio.fm. We're back. We're back. And Courtney, it's really a pleasure to have you on the show. I'm really enjoying this. I love the entrepreneurial community and spirit because, you know, that was us. Now, it's been 12 years but I feel like we're a 12-year-old startup. I'm taking notes from what you're saying here because they apply even to a company that's been at it for a while that's looking at that growth spurt or what that next thing, the reinvention of the business, so to say. And one of the things that really came up early for me was finding a partner, you know, someone so that it went from being one to being two people and, and picking the right partner. I, you know, you can misstep on that, and then all of a sudden you're back even further than where you were. Um, do you have any sort of ideas or thoughts on how you kind of find a, a, a partner or that first person to kind of share the load and share the wealth in some cases? Sure. I mean, that's a really difficult question um, because I think it is, uh, you know, for every person, they have different, they have different quali- you know, qualifiers for that, that partner. Um, for me, when I was working with a, uh, a startup um, prior to this position, you know, the person that I was working with, she chose me. And, you know, she chose me based off of feedback that I had given her kind of in the early on process of interviewing. And at that time, you know, I was, look- I was being looked at as more of an, em- an employee, um, but then it, it really did grow into a partnership, and we just clicked, and we understood each other, and we could we could talk to each other frankly, and be honest with each other, yet still respect each other. So I think that's probably um, something that's definitely an important factor: finding that person that you know shares your vision, who understands you as a person, who you can be open and honest with, yet still respect enough to, you know to not always agree and um, and then the other part that I think is really important is when you're looking for a partner just kind of like whether in you know in a marriage it's you, you want someone who is going to who's going to um, you know pick up kind of where you leave off so find someone who you know plays to your strengths and to your weaknesses because if you're in this together I mean it's it's a commitment. And so I think just like with any business or any partnership, rather, um, you need to find someone who can balance you yet still, you know, help you shine and grow and whatever that might be, whether it's the leadership role, whether it's, you know, if you're working on software. Um, but I definitely think finding a partner that you're a good fit with is, is very valuable. You, know, you, meant, you mentioned some, some really interesting things there, because I have lived this. What you described, I'm going like, yeah, that was me. I, I get that. I, that. I remember. I remember. 
Um, there's a lot to the, the principle of, of a partner, you know, a dating sort of principle, as there is over in the over in the in the business side. That complementary thing, you know, you want you you, you want to be able to see enough of being on the same page with a little bit of the devil's advocate, but not too much, and and a little more of that, but not too much of that. You know, I kind of thinking, you know, Match.com and those sort of principles out here sort of a, a apply a little bit, and you're you're interviewing somebody sort of in both of those scenarios. And the the thing that I, I find is when you bring on a partner later on after you've already cooked the idea a little bit, it's nice when mm. they bring some money to the table, right? To help fund oh, things into the business. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you know, we've created a real partnership with our companies because, um, you know, we are a small venture capital firm, so we do provide funding, but then we also provide other services, marketing, accounting, and uh, human resources and recruiting. So, you know, we create a partnership with our portfolio companies right off the bat. We know that the CEOs and the founders of these companies know their product or their services inside and out. What they may not either know or have time for or, you know, really just maybe they may not be interested in are the services that we can provide. And so, you know, we, from the get-go, create a partnership with our companies. And, you know, just as they're obviously coming to us for funding at the beginning, you know, we're, we're particular in the companies that we choose. We're not just looking for the next, you know, Google or or, or whatever it is, you know, we, we want to be with companies who are backed by good people. And that's really important for our company at Bootstrap Incubation. You know, I, I could see where people in, you know, room number one could be helping folks and company in room number two over here, sort of like a uh, informal mm-hmm. or maybe even formal sort of board or advisory role and, and, and stuff like that, at least... Um, to some extent, am I am I picturing this, or are these companies just you know more diverse than, than than that being a possibility? Right. So our companies are all different. They're all very different, but they are they they all fall into some buckets. So they're technology, software as a service, and there's some healthcare, you know, related target market there. So they are individual companies, yet they could be complementary. And they could also, you know, they use a lot of the same, um, I guess, principles. So from my standpoint, from a marketing standpoint, and if I find something that works for one of my companies, it usually will work for, you know, several others. And so there's kind of that cross-pollination of, of services and opportunities that, you know, we can spread across our companies instead of reinventing the wheel. Um, you know, we can take one, whether it's not exactly campaign, but, you know, usually a tactic for a campaign can work for the other companies. And so that's, you know, for me as a as a marketer, I love to find those different um, services or tactics or, you know, whatever it may be that works for one. And if it works for one, then I'm usually very willing to share it with my other companies. Well, There's a lot of synergy. Let me explore some some of that a little bit then. So, um, would would IT infrastructure and and like CRM systems and 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 software tools be shared amongst the organizations, or are they pretty much 
kind of being self-contained. I'm, I understand if one of them kind of leaves out there, it's kind of hard for them to take the software systems with them. But um, I was kind of wondering, in an early stage like that, it's a whole lot less expensive to add another user license than it is to create another whole instance of a piece of software, for example. That is true, and that's actually where we do keep things very separate. Because for that exact reason, if they want to, if they you know go off on their own, they need to be able to do that, um, and, and in a pretty you know turnkey fashion. So we do keep things separate because, and also they they do have their own ways of doing things. Our companies are they're all over the United States. They're not just here in San Diego. So they we are hands off in how they run their company we're just there to help support them um, that said if I find a platform that I really like for one company I'm definitely going to suggest it for another and I I have done that so um, and it helps me too because if I am working even if it is you know six or seven different accounts if it's one platform I mean, obviously, that learning curve is, you know, taken care of because I'm applying the same knowledge across the board, but just for different accounts. I, I get that. We have like seven websites, and we're now consolidating all of them under a single theme with a single mm-hmm. layout, right? It's column being 210 pixels instead of 195 over here and 240 over there and stuff. Right. Same principle, sort of, right? Exactly. I mean, we, we, you know, I act as an agency of sorts. Um, obviously, agency pricing is typically a little bit less than if we were to do it, you know, per company. Um, so I do like to try to take that agency, you know, view and, and treat my companies as clients. And, you know, the other great thing is, usually, like, if, if I find a platform that works, I can usually get pretty good pricing because they know that I have five or six or seven other companies in the pipeline for them. So it works well. It's more than just you. You speak. And in the old days, there was this company called EF Hutton. You're probably too young to know it, but the reputation sticks out. And it said, when EF Hutton speaks, people listen. And um, it, it's still, with people my age, I'm 54, you know, people even 10 years younger than me, um, we remember that even though this company, EF Hutton, went out of business over 20 years ago. Interesting. <laughs> they speak, people listen, and then they don't listen at all because it goes dead. <laughs> dead silence. <laughs> but they, still, they remember that still. And that EF Hutton thing is, is still taught in, in marketing classes and all, how you, your, your brand can outlive your company. Kind of, yeah, kind of absolutely. Well, gosh, I mean, I so this is one of our more really packed, full of content shows. Um, uh, I so appreciate having you on here. I know our audience here got some really, really great stuff. How would our folks in our audience, you know, get in touch with you? Uh, um, you're, you're charming. You're brilliant. You know, they want to they they want to know more about you, Courtney. How would where would you direct them? Give me a www dot or a or a three three one dot or something for them, okay? Sure. Well, obviously, you can always look me up on LinkedIn, um, and uh, I am there. And then also uh, bootstrappingcubation.com, www.bootstrappingcubation.com is the venture capital firm that I work with, and uh, you can you know learn more about us there. So I would say those are the two, two best places to, to look for me. I'm also on Twitter under a digital darling, a digital darling is my handle. I'll, you are a digital darling. Absolutely. That, that, 
Yes, I, I was watching your TV interviews and stuff. You are fantastic. One of one of one of one of the best on camera. Um, our audience here is only hearing the radio show, but if you could see this, you would really understand what I, what I mean by it. So, yeah, very you. sweet. Just, just, just thank you so much for being on the show. And uh, this has been Rock the World with LinkedIn. We're on webmasterradio.fm. You can catch archives and other past episodes at www.rocktheworldradio.com. So Courtney is a fantastic guest here. We have other fantastic guests we've had as well on the show, CEOs of some of these companies, CEOs of some really big companies as well, including like like uh, John Ferrara from Nimble and folks like that, all want to be on the show because our audience really speaks out to people who like to use LinkedIn, like to have some fun while they do it. Thanks for joining. More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app. We can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email sales at webmasterradio.fm today and get your message delivered now. Rock the World with LinkedIn continues only on webmasterradio.fm. Folks, Rock the World with LinkedIn, the radio show for LinkedIn users and people who enjoy other things that go with it, like sales. And in this group here, we've got AAISP founders, Larry Reeves and Bob Perkins doing our expert segments here. Hey, guys, welcome to the show again. Thanks, Mike. Great to be here. 
Well, the boy, the last segment we did was so great. I just want to jump right on into it. Let me feed you some red meat. Here we go. Time-saving organizational tips for inside sales reps. It seems like we're throwing all kinds of stuff at them. What do we do to make it easier for them to sponge it up and to do it? And Bob, why don't you go first in this one? Okay, sure, sure. Thanks, Larry. Um, you know, uh, back in the day uh, when when we thought of inside sales, we we thought a lot about prospecting and uh, making the most out of the use of the telephone and email. And oftentimes, an inside rep might just, uh, hey, I'm going to start prospecting today. Uh, if they were busy, they wouldn't get to it. If they had some open time, they would prospect. Well, here's a best practice and a tip I can share uh, to everyone out there. Um, try to bucket your day into three different categories, one being pre-call research. Take the times that you're least likely to get somebody live on the phone, uh, maybe around that lunch hour. Spend maybe that hour doing pre-call research uh, as you build your list. The second one is the your hot list. Take those leads that are coming in, uh, some of the research you did, and compile a hot list during those downtimes. Then finally, look at some research. Find out in your industry, your area, what are the, the best call times? What are the times you're most likely to reach a prospect? It could be early in the morning, could be late in the afternoon, or a little later morning, later afternoon. So find out what those are and make sure you don't get erupted and pound out those calls and emails to try to reach prospects. I heard a lot about prep there. That was, that was, that was, uh, that was really, really a big, powerful thing. Uh, Larry, Larry, you got something to add? Yeah, I sure do. You know, and, and this is an area for me. I, I used to sit behind with a stopwatch and kind of go, all right, this is taking us 30 seconds. We're doing it 30 times a day, each person. And so a passion of mine. I think, first of all, is sharing your tips, right? Both good and bad with your team. Like learn from each other what's working and what's not really working. And that takes a little bit of an open environment and a sharing environment but we can really learn from each other because they're the ones doing it. Another thing I think, and this is uh, through the organization as well as the management and the reps, is having somewhat of a social media uh, format or policy. Um, in other words, and Mike, you live and breathe this. <clears throat> Instead of everybody figuring out across your team how their LinkedIn profile should look, have your team come up with one format, get that in everybody's hands so that they have a blueprint to follow. If you have content that they, you want to make available, show them that so that they all don't have to go dig that. Don't make every person have to go figure it out, right? And that can, can go across to, to things like campaigns as well. The other thing, too, is manage your tools, right? There are so many tools today, so many social sites that you can kind of get caught up in, in, in just the activity. And, you know, as Bob said, get prepared, but be efficient in it. And, and I know uh, of Oversight, the, they talk about the three-by-three. Three. Get three points of information in three minutes or less and document that so the next time you call that person, if you don't get through, you have that. So manage your tools so that you're efficient within your, your uh, ecosystem. And as part of that, um, I think a final one is if you're not using dual monitors today, uh, it's the best hundred bucks you're going to spend. Go, go get dual monitors for yourself or you and your team. So I hope that helps. Oh, that was juicy, juicy. In fact, I'm writing it all down, but you know what? It's recorded. We're going to record this and play it for our audience. That was some of the best stuff. And uh, Steve Richard was on the show uh, from, from Voresight talking about the 3x3, three three, so I know exactly 
what you're talking about. Um, well, hey, guys, thank you so much. I think we really nailed it there. That's a really meaty section. How does our audience best reach you guys? Again, you can reach us through our website at www.aa-isp.org, or we'd love to see you at one of our conferences or a chapter meeting. And, Mike, thanks for having us. Thanks for being on, guys. This has been WebmasterRadio.fm show, Rock the World with LinkedIn. I'm Mike O'Neill, your host. Thank you, my dear, dear guests, Larry and Bob. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.